Hey gang, and welcome to another episode of the Just Get Started podcast. I'm your host, Brian Andreco, and thanks again for being a part of this journey. On today's solo episode, I wanted to talk about preparation. And it's top of mind for me this week because I'm uh, doing my first half marathon, the City of Oaks Marathon, um, this weekend. And I've been thinking about the preparation over the last couple months. It's been fairly good. I'll give myself a B plus. It probably could have been better if I'm assessing it. But at the end of the day, you know, I have to look at it of I did put in some preparation. I was thoughtful about it. And, you know, I'm going to have to show up on Sunday and, and cross the finish line and figure out a way to get over it. Hopefully I'm not, you know, crawling over it at the end. But as I think about preparation, I, I think about this a lot from the just get started mission side and the things that we want to do in life, the life events that we have, the ideas that we want to explore. And if we use the analogy of the race, I think that's a, a really good way to think about it. You know, as I'm preparing, I'm not showing up on Sunday with no reps in under my belt, no miles, no nothing. I'm actually putting in time and it's not just in running. And this is something that took me a long time to learn. I have to look at all the peripherals around running. So yes, I have to put in miles and, and kind of on my legs and make sure that you know I'm in shape for that. But at the same time, I'm still doing strength training because I think the legs being strong are important. I'm still doing a lot of yoga and flexibility because I want to make sure my, my joints, my muscles, they're all fresh and ready for the run. I want to make sure that I have the proper attire. So this goes deeper on what's the weather going to be like on Sunday and not just what the, what the weather's going to be like at the race start time. What's it going to be like, you know, two and a half hours later when I'm finishing, because that might make me decide, which I've already pretty much decided of, I'm going to wear some under armor and a t-shirt, but I'm going to wear shorts. And I know I'm going to be chilly at the beginning because it's only supposed to be maybe about 45 ish degrees race time start at 7 a.m. But I know the I'm going to get hotter as I'm running the race and then the temperature is going to rise because it's supposed to be like 73 of high that day. I have to make sure my shoes are set. I have the right socks even. All of those type of things are preparing prior to ever showing up on race day. And I really want to layer into this point because I think a lot of us will be in life we just show up. And sometimes just showing up is good enough, especially if we're feeling off. You know, we just show up to the gym, even if we're not feeling like it. Well, at least we get a couple things in. Sure, that, that definitely applies. But on a grander scale, thinking about life events that happen, the preparation is so key. Let's just take a, a real life event of if you're having a child. You don't just show up to the hospital, have the child be like, all right, let's figure it out. I mean, partially you are figuring out day by day, but what are you doing before? You're setting up the nursery, you're reading books, you're talking with people, right? You're, you're listening to the doctor's orders, maybe on if, if, if you're the, the woman in terms of what you're eating as an example. Like there's a lot of different things you're doing in preparation uh, for the birth of the child. But what most of us go through is we're going to change careers. Maybe there's something really exciting that we want to do. You know, we want to start a garden when it gets warmer next spring, those type of things. But if we don't prepare to start, what I find often happens is when we get to that timeline, that, that you know, 
a part in the journey where we're supposed to do something, it's a lot harder to start if we haven't done any preparation for it. Now, certainly we can start today. And that's part of the preparation I want to get across in this episode. The preparation is starting. There's this, I think this delineation where it's like, all right, you have to do all this preparation and then you start. No, the preparation is actually starting. Now, some would say, well, you're delaying by not, you know, whatever. But as I said, the, the race is a great example. Well, the race isn't until this Sunday. So I can't show up at the race line a, a month before. That wouldn't be helpful. But what I can do is get ready for race day. So another example in line with this or in parallel maybe is if you decide, hey, I really want to start an online business. Well, you might be at a corporate job right now. And that's cool because maybe it fulfills you. Maybe you enjoy it. You like your coworkers. You know, the, the products and services you're selling might be great. Awesome. You may not be ready to leave, but what you want to do is prepare to leave. Well, how do you prepare to leave? Well, maybe you have to start that online business by just writing online every day. Maybe it's doing, you know, potential client interviews. Like what problem am I trying to solve? Right. There's all the, maybe it's starting to like, uh, join various groups and communities. Again, starting to meet other people in that space that might be important for you. You're preparing to actually make the jump. I use the gardening I mentioned earlier. Like gardening is a great example. Okay, it's really cold out. I can't start the garden today. I'm going to start it you know, next spring. But what could you do prior to start the garden? Well, you can figure out various gardening techniques. And you maybe go from like, What's the bootstrap version to like the high-end expensive version? Maybe there's a middle version. I don't know. I'm not a gardener. But that might be something you look at is like, what are the various techniques to garden that I could utilize? What different uh, plants or vegetables or fruits do I want to grow based on maybe in my region, what might be best? Um, what type of soil should I be using, et cetera, et cetera. You're reading books. You're talking with people. You're taking courses. You're doing all of these things to prepare for next spring. And what you could even do is you could potentially buy like indoor plants or something that can grow in the house potentially. And that's kind of your, your starter way into it. But all that to say is we forget about the preparation on these things. And we just think, Oh, I just got to, I'm going to start and I'm just going to do the thing, right? I'm going to switch careers or whatever. It doesn't happen like that. I see this a lot in corporate America. Let's say you're in a marketing role and you're not really loving marketing, but you're like, God, I really like sales or I want, I want to be an engineer. Most of the time though, if you talk to those folks a few years later, they're still in a marketing role and it's because their identity is tied to marketing and it's really hard for them to make the jump to something else. So how do we prepare for that jump? Well, we have to do a few things. One is we have to announce that that's what we want to do. I think putting it out in the world, it holds us accountable. But what it also really does is it really pushes on our identity. I'm known as a marketer, let's say. That's my identity. You know, for the longest time, I was a PJ professional. I, I taught golf. Um, that was my first uh, career. I was known as the golf guy. Well, what do you think happened when I was transitioning to a sales role? Whew. 
that played some mental gymnastics, if you will, in my mind. It was really hard to make that shift because I was known as the golf guy. That's what people knew me as. So that's what you might be known as, insert whatever. But announcing it to the world and saying, hey, I want to do this. I want to be an engineer. Well, if you tell a few people, if you maybe put a date on the calendar that that would be a, a great, you know, whatever, next year and two years, whatever, I would love to do this. Now it starts becoming more real. And by the way, you're going to have people that are extremely supportive. And you're also going to have people that aren't supportive. And they're not not supportive because they don't like you or they don't want to see you succeed. A lot of times it's for protection. They feel like, hey, you're in a good position now. You're safe. If you do this thing way outside the box, ah, something might happen. They're just trying to protect you. But you know what you want to do. And if you know what you want to do, you need to go do that thing. So I think the identity shift is a massive piece to this that we have to get out of the gate a little bit quicker with. We can't wait to tell people. We can't hide. Put it out there. I like to even share the story in public. Maybe you start talking about your transition to engineering and why that's so important. Maybe you do blog articles or share videos. Obviously, tell friends and family and and other folks. So that's kind of step one, especially as you look at like changing a career. It's the identity shift is a big thing. Step two, though, is you have to create new routines and habits. And this is where a lot of us, we stub our toe on. We're so used to the status quo and what we're doing today. What does our life look like today? Well, the life is going to look a lot different in a year or two if we're doing something totally different. Schedule is going to be totally different if I'm an engineer. My knowledge base is going to be different. The way I have to learn might be different, etc. So starting to put new routines and habits into play are going to be valuable not only for down the road, but remember, if I'm in a marketing role right now, well, I'm going to have to learn how to code on the side, most likely, unless I just quit my job altogether and code all day, which most people aren't going to do. Actually, no one is probably going to do. You're going to learn on the side. So that comes back to creating new routines, new habits, things that are going to get you ahead. And it might be uncomfortable right now, but remember, you have a vision for the future. You know where you want to go. And I talk with folks a lot about this. They're like, well, Brian, I'm not, I'm not an engineer. Or I'm not in sales. Like I have this other role that I'm doing. Yes, but there's people that are in those positions that you know, maybe you work with. There's online courses you can take. There's books you can read. There's so many different opportunities to educate yourself on something new. Just like you can learn how to do a garden on the side as a hobby, you can definitely learn a new career while you're in your current career. Remember, we're preparing for the next step. It doesn't mean we're doing it today, but we're starting with the preparation. And that preparation is going to get us more of a, a nice glide into it versus just a hard start, which is very difficult based on the analogy I just used. How hard would it be to be like, you know, I'm going to change the engineering today. Well, now I got to learn how to code. I got to learn all this other stuff. But if you slow roll that for a year and it takes in a year, you really learn how to code, you're going to be a lot more valuable um, because you actually have that skill set. 
And then the third thing I would think about, so we've talked about the identity, talked about the new routines and habits. The one thing, and obviously from like a race standpoint, maybe this is not as, um, I guess, exact, but from a life standpoint and these life events is to think about the financial piece. Because let's be honest here, money is what runs a lot of this, right? We have bills, we have things we want to do. We want to make sure the financials are in play. So a lot of times when you take a new role, most of the time, you may have to take a step back. And that may come with a decrease in salary, potentially. That may come with more costs. Like if you're starting an online business on the side, well, there's going to be costs maybe to get that business up and running. And you might not be profitable the first year, two years, three years. So you have to think about that. So again, going back to that preparation, if we can put a few dollars away, if we know, hey, money's going to be tight, I want to get ahead of this. Well, again, this goes back to being more thoughtful. What do I want to do in the future? There's a delayed gratification piece to this. It's not a short-term win, but we know where we want to go. So being thoughtful about the financial piece. What are the dollars I might need? How can I start saving a little bit? And then so when I get to that point, I'm prepared. Now, maybe it's a good problem to have and you never have to go into that and you have some extra money. That's awesome. But you're there for that rainy day. You're already prepared. You've already put in the effort. Again, what we're trying to do is make an easy glide into the next thing. It's just a a nice transition versus a hard break. So to recap, as we think about preparing, again, using the race analogy, it's not just about, you know, running and getting some miles in. There's all these other things on the side that I'm learning while I'm getting to race day. It's the same with a life change, a career change, starting a business. I have to, one, test my identity. I have to believe that I'm that new thing. And one of the best ways to do it is to start telling people about it, start talking about it, start writing about it online, telling your story, sharing and documenting. This is who I want to become. We have to do that. We have to create new habits and routines. If we don't, we're going to be doing the same old thing every day. But we have to create new habits and routines. We have to start prioritizing some things, which means we have to remove other things that we may have been doing you know, for the longest time. And then third, we do have to be thoughtful about the financial piece. What are the dollars and cents of it? How much is it going to cost? How much am I going to maybe make with a new rule? Like, am I going to be able to cover bills, those type of things? I got to be thoughtful about that. So making sure you're saving, you're putting money away, or at least understand what those costs might be and, and how you're going to be able to cover them in the worst case scenario. Of course, we want the best case scenario. That'd be nice. But let's take the worst case and be prepared for that. Just like you prepare for the hurricane coming or the tornado, right? Worst case, it might hit us. What do we do? What's our evacuation strategy? Best case, it doesn't hit us, of course. That's what we want to think about as we're preparing. So if we can test our identity and we can push that forward, if we can create new routines and habits, and if we'll be thoughtful about how we're going to actually finance all of this stuff um, as we make that change, we're going to be so much more set up to have a, a smooth glide into the next thing and not make it a hard break.
So I hope this episode was helpful for you, especially if you have those life events, those big things that you want to accomplish in the future, and you can't technically start today. You know, there's that race and the, and the start line is three months out or whatever it is. Obviously, if you can start today, oh my gosh, more encouragement, go do it. You want to start a podcast, you want to write a book, who knows, you want to blog, you want to do anything, especially if it's online. Yeah, absolutely start today. Maybe you start small, but definitely start. What I'm referring to and really what this episode is about is when we have these bigger things that we can't technically change today. I can't become an engineer tomorrow, but what I can do is prepare to become an engineer and have a roadmap for that success, same as I would if I'm preparing for a half marathon. So I hope this episode was helpful for you. If I could be a resource, if I could support you in any way, head over to my website, brianondraco.com. Uh, fill out the contact form there, and uh, I'll look forward to connecting with you further. At Brian Andreco on all the socials is another way to get at me. So thanks again for listening in. Hope you have a great day, a phenomenal week, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Hey, everyone, and just one more quick thing before you head off on your day. If you're enjoying this podcast and are looking for other resources and tools to help you get started and move forward toward a happier and more fulfilling life, then I'd encourage you to head over to my website, brianondraco.com, and hit the subscribe button in the upper right corner. There you can find my newsletter and blog subscriptions, where I share insights and information around getting unstuck, perspective, mindset, relationships, habits, and much more. If you get a chance to sign up, I hope you enjoy. Thanks again for listening in, and have a phenomenal day.